down the home stretch here of the Tuesday Sports Huddle, 1061 ESPN. Bob Black back with you here. AJ producing. Talk some ACC action in this segment of the Sports Huddle. Uh, promoted it earlier as some football talk, but I know David Teal from the Richmond Times Dispatch, Richmond.com, is already down in Charlotte for ACC basketball tip off. Uh, all of that tomorrow. Our Matt Josephs is down there as well. You'll hear his show from down there and part of the huddle tomorrow as well with all of the interviews that he will garner um so we'll do a little acc hoops talk as well david good afternoon how are you good afternoon bob we have, we've got the men tomorrow and had the women today which of course included kenny brooks and the Hokies, who were at the final four last year and have a stacked roster again yeah, I was going to say, how high-flying is Virginia Tech women's basketball? I mean, they've got to be in another stratosphere right now. First time in program history, Bob, they've finished among the AP Top 20 in consecutive seasons. And, of course, last year won their first ACC tournament championship, uh, advanced to the Sweet 16 for only the second time in program history, and then the Final Four for the first time. Yeah, quite a run and an opportunity, as you said, to, to kind of do just as well this year with the talent uh, led by Kenny Brooks that, that they have back. So that's really really cool for them, and I know we'll get into a little of the men's talk uh, coming up here on, on the other side of our conversation. But I got – David, I got to start with Virginia football, and I, I mentioned this earlier. Um, you know, even if you're not a Virginia fan, heck, even if you're a Hokie fan, if you're any fan other than maybe North Carolina – doesn't at least a part of you feel really good, at least for a short period of time, by what they heck, did Saturday night in Chapel Hill? Heck yes. I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be human if, if you didn't have empathy for what the, the folks in that program have endured since last November. And none of us will ever completely understand because – that's just such a, a unique experience, and to lose three teammates like that, and and then to have Mike Holland, who was wounded in that shooting, score three touchdowns Saturday night, to kind of uh, pull the Cavaliers back from a ten point deficit, allow them to to rally for that victory as as twenty four point underdogs. First ever road victory over a top 10 ranked opponent. I mean, think of the really good UVA teams that didn't beat top 10 squads on the road. You know, the Barber Twins and such. And, I mean, Bryce Perkins in the 2019 Coastal Division champs. But this bunch at 1-5 was able to pull it off in good form. I think when it got to 24-14, wouldn't you agree that probably everybody, unless you were standing on that UVA sideline and maybe even some on that sideline, were wondering if that thing would just go Carolina's way? I sure did. Mm-hmm. I, was sitting there in the, I was sitting there in the press box and started writing that. <laughs> and No, it, I mean, it happens all, all the time. You, you, you start writing because you think an event's going one way and – trying to get a head start then it turns on its head and that's exactly what happened and i think bob that makes Uh oh little connection problem there between charlotte where david teal is located 
and us back here in Richmond, just as he was making. I love when when David's like always, you know, honest like that, and that gives you a little inside newspaper writing. You know, you start writing those stories as the game goes on. If you ever wondered how do how do, how am I reading a story that quickly after a game ends? Well, that's how because they're they're writing and changing as the game goes on. And that, uh, as David was saying, certainly was happening Saturday night when it got to 24-14 for Carolina in the third quarter. And Virginia starts its comeback, and that changes his whole story, right from the lead right down to the finish, right down to Tony Musket uh, throwing the game-winning touchdown pass to Malik Washington and then the interception uh, that Drake May threw through when he was pressured uh, that ended the game. He needed the replay to confirm it. Uh, it had a lot of special things going on in that game so we're going to try and reconnect here uh, with david teal down there in charlotte he's already had a busy day as he mentioned with acc women's uh basketball media day today and the men coming up tomorrow um see what kind of year it's going to be for acc basketball i mean i think duke is the cream of the crop certainly the preseason polls have them up there at in the top three with kansas and and purdue um and maybe even michigan state in there and uh there's not a I mean, Miami is top 25, and Carolina is top 25, and that's probably about it. Virginia is probably in others receiving votes, right, for for the men's side of things. And uh, we'll see what what the Hokies have to offer with what they've got coming back with what Mike Young has. So we'll we'll connect on all of that with David. But our, our point there was on Virginia football and just the things that happened on Saturday night that, um, you know, hopefully – Will will lead them, you know, maybe to a couple more wins this season. I still think it's going to be really tough. They got to play Miami uh, this weekend, so you know we'll see what happens. But at least for one weekend, that was pretty good stuff for 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 the Virginia Cavaliers and for for Tony Elliott. Uh, you, you really got to feel good for him. All right, I think we've got we've got David back, and when we left him, we were talking about him reshaping your game story from the point yeah. that it was twenty four fourteen to the way that it wound up, David. No, it, it absolutely did turn on its head, and I think that makes the victory even more impressive. Mm-hmm. You know, Virginia had failed to close games against James Madison and NC State and Boston College, and you, you talked about how most folks were thinking, okay, it's starting to go Carolina's way, and that's another reason why you thought that, because Virginia had not been able to close those previous games, but Wow, they came, they came up with not only big-time offensive plays, but just uh, clutch defensive stops. Mm-hmm. And and let's be honest, Bob, all upsets need this, a little bit of good fortune and help from the other side. Drake May was just, he was off. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking about a career 68% passer. He only completed 50% on Saturday. He missed some routine throws. Receivers didn't help him. Had a touchdown call back on a holding penalty that ended up costing them four points because, and that's the final margin because they only kicked a field goal on that particular possession. Uh, so some things went the Cavaliers' way, but they took advantage of those things. And you, you talked about the great story of, of Mike Hollins and the three touchdowns and, and the tragedy that he's been through and his fight back from that from that incident. And and certainly that's that's a headline there, but. But, David, I'll tell you, the other guy for Virginia who has absolutely burst on the scene or go down as one of their best uh, portal transfers coming in has got to be Malik Washington, right? I mean, he has been just outstanding for them. 
He's the best. He's the most productive. I don't know if he's the best receiver in the ACC, Bob, but he's the most productive. Mm-hmm. And he has been a, a lifesaver for for that offense. And that that game winning touchdown pass, you know, and it's it's just a broken play, and he catches the ball over the middle and essentially breaks four tackles to get into the end zone. Just a little dude with a whole lot of wiggle in those hips and a whole lot of speed. All right, David. So look, they're they're two and five at this point. It feels better mm-hmm. than that right now because they they beat a tenth ranked team on the road in in Chapel Hill. What can this team do in the remaining what five games of the season? And I mean, obviously, it's not getting any easier this week going down to Miami. Who knows what you're going to get from Miami, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's it traditionally, and this season is no different. Uh, the most skittish inconsistent bunch in the conference and one of the most inconsistent teams in the country. Mm -hmm. Uh, There won't be a big crowd in South Beach. There rarely is. (laughs) It's it's a game Virginia can win, especially if Tyler Van Dyke is unavailable again. I know Miami beat Clemson last week with Emory Williams, the backup at quarterback, but it's not like the, the offense only scored 17 points. Uh, in regulation before they won in double OT, 28-20. So, I, mean, I think Virginia has a puncher's chance there, but they still have to go to Louisville. They still have to play Duke at home. The, the Georgia Tech game at home is certainly winnable, and then you've got the Commonwealth Cup game against the Hokies to close it out in Charlottesville. Well, since you mentioned the Hokies, let me uh, flip-flop over there for one more football question, and I'll get you quick impressions of what you think you're going to see and hear tomorrow from the Hokies and who's from a basketball perspective. But, but um, you know, the emotions are up. They're positive in, in Blacksburg now as well, David, right, with the win over Wake. Got a Syracuse team they can certainly beat on Thursday. I was talking earlier. There's a legitimate pathway to a bowl game here for Virginia Tech, or am I getting way beyond myself on this one? No, you're absolutely correct. Uh, I think Virginia Tech should win Thursday night. And actually, I, I think the Hokies will. And then they're sitting there. At, at that point, they would be 4-4 four and four and 3-1 and one in the league. Uh, and we're with a manageable schedule. Mm-hmm. Got to go to Louisville. Got to go to Boston College. Got to go to UVA, but home against NC State, that's no world beater. Uh, BC is a average to below average squad. Uh, yes, 4-4, four and, four and, and, and bowl talk is not out of bounds in the least. Uh, great for them. I mean, it really is. So we'll, we'll continue to follow both of those teams, but at least they're on the upswing, at least for this week, both of them. And Tech, of course, coming off kind of the mini-buy uh, by playing Thursday night and having not played on, on Saturday as well. All right, what do you expect to see and hear tomorrow from, from uh, you know our teams and from the ACC in general? I think I saw a preseason poll, maybe three ACC teams in the, in the top 25, Duke, Miami, and Carolina. What do you expect to see yeah. and hear from the Hokies and the Hoos, David? Well, from the Hokies and, and who's Bob? Well, not, number one, Virginia Tech made news tonight mm-hmm. uh, with an announcement that Rodney Rice has left the program. Mm-hmm. And guard is, is, is a position where 
Mike Young and his staff thought they were deepest, uh, that's, that's going to really hurt there. Uh, they really thought that they could ease the burden minutes-wise on Hunter Couture and Sean Padula. And now that's one less piece uh, that they have to, to do that. Uh, from, from Tony Bennett, I think there will be optimism. We have not heard from Tony Bennett since the Furman game. So it will, it will be interesting to, to take his pulse mm-hmm. on, on, his, on his squad, on Reese Beekman's return, on his newcomers, not only the freshmen, uh, but the transfer portal guys, uh, in, including Jordan Minor, uh, who, who gives them uh, an inside presence. So I, I mean, my guess, Bob, is when the ACC preseason poll comes out, it will be Duke one, Miami two, North Carolina three, Virginia four, Clemson five, and then after that, you can start pulling names out of a hat because <laughs> there is a great jumbled middle. <laughs> Well, that'll make for some exciting, fun college basketball games, I guess, uh, during, the, during the course of the season. Uh, all right, David, we'll let you go. We know it's already been a busy day, and it's going to be even busier for you down there tomorrow with all that college basketball talk. But less than two weeks to tip off for, for college hoops. So we're, we're right in the middle of our crossover season now, aren't we, between football and basketball? We absolutely are, Bob. Monday, November 6th, right? Robin Center against VMI? You got it. Come see us at some point, David. We'd love to have you there. I will be there, I promise you. All right. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, David. All right, safe travels. David Teal down there in Charlotte at ACC uh, tip-off. And the one thing he mentioned there at the end, I had seen it on Twitter earlier today but was a little hesitant um, to bring it up yet because there was nothing that has confirmed it. But there were reports on Twitter earlier today that the Hokies were losing Rodney Rice, um, their, I guess, redshirt sophomore guard. Um, who, you know, was injured last year, came on towards the end of the season, really provided a punch, some scoring, some depth at that guard position. And, and apparently, well, not apparently, they've announced he has left uh, the Virginia Tech program. So that, that's a blow to the Hokies this close to the start of the season. So I'm sure that will be part of the conversation tomorrow at ACC basketball uh, tip-off day down there in Charlotte. I'm sure Matt Josephs will have much more for us on that tomorrow afternoon. Uh, let me mention that and I'll get the break in and finish it up. He'll be doing his show from 3 to 4. He's going to take the 4 to 5 hour down there because he's just going to have a boatload of interviews. And then 5 to 6, we'll do the huddle tomorrow. And our special guest will be Richmond Athletic Director John Hart, who appears regularly with us during the course of the year. And we had this one scheduled a few weeks back, even before we knew Matt was going down to Charlotte. He was going to join us in the 4 o'clock hour, but we were able to move him around. And John Hart will be with us from 515 to 545 tomorrow afternoon. So Spider fans or A-10 fans, uh, you want to get the perspective of the Richmond Athletic Director, John Hart. Uh, CAA football fans, John's going to be with us in studio tomorrow afternoon from 515 until 545. Uh, we'll have an hour for the huddle after Matt comes to you from Charlotte and ACC Basketball Media Day from 3 until 5. All right, that's what's coming up tomorrow. We're coming back, finish up today's program in just a moment. Sports Huddle, 106.1 ESPN.